This is an out loud reading of one of our latest YouTube videos. To find us, go to youtube.com slash redditreaders or click the link in the description below. Thank you so much for listening. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another post from r slash askreddit, the subreddit where people ask questions and the most popular questions and answers get upvoted to the top. Today's question, what's your creepiest glitch in the matrix or unexplainable thing that's ever happened to you? When I was a teenager, my family lived in a big 115 year old brick house. Plenty of creepy stuff happened, but one night I was heading to bed when the door between the first floor kitchen and the basement stairs absolutely slammed shut. It had a unique sound that I recognized immediately as the kitchen basement door. There were no windows open that could have caused a draft. Our dog was asleep on the second floor. I was on the second floor. My parents were both asleep in the third floor attic. We had converted that to a master bedroom. None of us could have shut the door. I was terrified, but I worked up the courage to go investigate, carrying my hilariously teeny pocket knife for protection. As I went downstairs, I turned on every light. When I reached the kitchen, the door was wide open. Even more freaked out, I ran back up to bed, leaving the lights on. A minute or two later, I heard a definite shh, okay, okay, from downstairs. I laid in bed and was ready to accept my demise. Eventually, I somehow fell asleep in the morning. I was there downstairs. I woke up before my parents and dog and found that the lights were all off and the basement door had been shut again. I remember being pretty young, like 9 or 10, and I was at the car park of a pub in England, Southend. I remember seeing someone in their teens in the window of a house looking over the car park. They waved at me, and I felt like I knew them, somehow. My parents asked who I was waving at, and I said, just some lady in the window over there. Didn't think much of it. Fast forward 10 years. I was at my nan's new house. I remember walking into her room, which I never was allowed to do, going to the window. I then realized I was in the house looking over that same parking lot and remember that interaction years before. Then, a girl around 9 or 10 who was in said car park waved at me, and I waved back. I felt like I knew her. Could not explain it and have never told anyone about it. It freaked me out. Weird, but happy. About five years ago in November, we lost our family dog to cancer. She was the dog my children grew up with, loved by all. At the next Christmas, at the end of the day of gifts, food, and family, I was picking up. I found a tiny pewter dog figurine sitting on the mantel. I asked everyone who had been at the house that day if they left it. No one had. Okay, weird, but took it as a good omen. When my eldest went back to college at the end of that Christmas break, he asked if he could take the little figurine to remember his dog. Of course, I said yes. A week or two later, picking up around the house, there was the figurine again. I called my son and said, you forgot the dog figurine. He said, no I didn't, it's right in front of me on my desk. I had now found a second figurine. Again, 
no one claimed any knowledge of it. No idea how, but I still have the two of them tucked away on a shelf to this day. I removed a painting from the wall during a late evening cleaning, put it away, and returned to the wall to see a never-before-seen painting on the same spot. It put a chill down my spine. About a year ago, me and my cousin visited Los Angeles. We were driving around using Google Maps, and after missing our third or fourth exit, we swear we both heard it sigh loudly before it rerouted us. We freaked out and made sure our driving was on point the rest of the ride. The rest of the trip there, if we missed any of our exits or turns, we always apologized to Google, so hopefully she would know we were just morons and not a-holes. This happened around 1991. It's the middle of the night. I'm standing in my sister's living room, and it must be a full moon because even though it's around 1am, the lights are off, but I can see clearly. There's a mixing bowl with popcorn kernels in the bottom of the floor in front of the TV and some rental VHS in the pile nearby. I hear a noise and turn around to see my sister's normally very friendly Labrador Retriever looking like Cujo. Fangs bared, snarling, hackles raised. Suddenly, there's a bright flash of light and I wake up like I hit the bed from a great height. I think that was a weird dream. Eventually, I fall back to sleep, and in the morning, I call my sister, planning to tell her the story, but she preempts me by telling me about the weird thing that happened in the night. They woke up to the sound of the dog snarling at about 1am. Her husband thought there was a prowler in the house, got a gun, and went to find the dog. She was standing in the living room, snarling at the middle of the room. He couldn't see anyone, so he flipped on the light. No one was there. The dog instantly stopped snarling and walked to her bed like nothing had happened. He checked the property and went back to bed. We talked a bit and I found out they watched some rental movies and of course we had popcorn, why? My sister is a little hoo-hoo at times, so I decided not to tell her about my night. She lived about 450 miles away, by the way. I used to have a recurring dream as a teenager every night for months. I was sitting at a table on the patio of a restaurant. I was out there alone, waiting for my food. A homeless man comes up to the other side of the patio and asks for change. I'm digging in my wallet for a couple of dollars, and then I hear tires screech and look up to see a crash in an intersection near the restaurant. I run out there to see if I can help, and as I run out into the road, I get hit by a car and wake up at the impact. After a while, the dream stopped and I put it out of my mind. Fast forward to me being 28 and I'm sitting at an on the border, on the patio, waiting for my food. A homeless guy comes walking past the restaurant, but doesn't stop and ask for change. It makes me think about that dream though, and I start to feel uneasy. Shortly after, I hear the tire screech and I see a wreck happen in the intersection near the restaurant. I begin to run out there, but stop at the sidewalk and look out towards incoming traffic, and there is an SUV not slowing down. She was on her phone and blew through the intersection completely unaware of what had just happened. Then I ran out and checked on the people. Everyone was fine. 
I wouldn't say that this was creepy, but it definitely one of the most quaintly surreal things I've ever experienced. So back in 2016, I was injured at work, and for about six months, my life consisted of going to physical therapy and being confined to bed until I could walk again. With that in mind, I had a lot of time to read books. One of the books that I was reading was Ex Heroes by Peter Kleins. Now, I don't know about anyone else, but when I read a book, I like to cast the characters in my head, coming up with how they look. One of the minor characters in this book was named Ilya, and because I know someone named Ilya, and because the book is set in Los Angeles where I live, the Ilya in the book became the Ilya that I knew in my imagination. But then, something strange started to happen. The Ilya in the book made specific references to movies like Aliens, a movie which the Ilya I know is a huge fan of. The Ilya in the book was a big fan of firearms, as the Ilya that I know. Put into words, these details seem slim, but there was something so strange about the character in this book that I eventually reached out the Ilya that I knew to ask about it. Turns out that Ilya knows the author, Peter Kleins, who had put him in the book. What are the odds that I would choose to buy a random book with a story that takes place essentially on my street in Los Angeles and features someone I know in real life as a minor character? That blew my mind, and it's easily one of the most surreal experiences I've had. I was on vacation in Florida visiting a friend. We were walking on the beach on a perfectly sunny day when everything went black for a second. I think it was weird, but explained it away thinking that my eyes were playing tricks on me until he looked at me and said, did everything go black for a second? I died. I saw it. I lived it. Either it was another world with a version of me that died, or I'm going crazy. But I died. We had a pep rally in school, and after it was finished, we had to go back to class. Well, my friend and I were not into that, so we wanted to walk across the street to Sonic. Across the school, there is not heavy traffic, but if you don't pay attention, you could get hit. Well, I remember walking with him, and he dropped something, so I went across the street first. I just saw a red Tahoe heading right for me, and I got hit. I remember everything. I remember gasping for air. I remember waking up and sleeping again, then nothing. All of a sudden, I was back in the stadium again, and the exact same words came out of the principal's mouth. My friend wanted to go get Sonic, but I was freaking out. I thought it had to be a dream, so I went with him just to see what would happen. He dropped his stuff again, and I waited. To my horror, that same red Tahoe showed up. I told him that I'm going back to school. I ain't dying again. I can still see the other version of me on that street just messed up, not even moving. One day, when I was about eight, I didn't go to school because I was sick. My friend was supposed to bring me homework, but he never came. My granddad came home from work and he told me that that friend was dead. I was devastated. That night, I had a dream. 
I was with my friend at a playground next to our school, and we were talking. Then he told me that he is safe, and it didn't hurt when that car hit him. The next day, my mother wanted to talk to me about that situation and asked me if I wanted to know what happened. I told her that I know everything because my friend told me. She thought that my granddad told me, but he didn't. He said that he did not want to tell me without her knowing it. That night, I had a dream again, and I was talking to him again. We were playing and having fun, and he told me that he really had to go, and we won't see each other ever again. The next day was his funeral, and I really haven't had a dream about him ever since. When I played baseball as a kid, they were handing out the trophies at the end of the season. They called out the names of the kids while we received our trophies. There happened to be a kid with the same name as me. We met after the ceremony because it was weird since our last name isn't a very common one. We had the same birthday and everything. We looked alike. Both our dads were named Derek, and both of our sisters were named Lily. As a kid, I found it cool. As an adult, I find it cool and also disturbing. This summer, I bought my girlfriend a last-minute birthday trip to go kayaking around the San Juan Islands, off the Washington State coast. After a long drive and ferry trip, we found the tour group of about 20 people, and we were then shuffled into a shuttle van for a ride to the beach. Now, my girlfriend has a unique name similar to the name of a famous painter. Let's say it's Rebecca Warhol, just for fun. It's not. She's a little ray of sunshine and started chatting with the middle-aged woman sitting next to her on the shuttle as we waited to leave. The woman noted that she had always loved the name Rebecca, as it was her mother's name. They made pleasant small talk in the van until the tour guide passed around the sign-in sheet for all of us to fill out. That's when things got strange. My girlfriend wrote her full name on the sheet and passed it on to the woman, who immediately shouted, "Oh my God!" and started crying. After a few minutes of total confusion, she told us Rebecca Warhol was my mother's full name, and these islands were her favorite place in the world. She passed away this summer from cancer, and we've traveled hundreds of miles to spread her ashes here. We were stunned. I literally picked a random date, time, and tour company, and then we were split into the same group as this woman, and my girlfriend was sitting right next to her on the shuttle. What the hell? She continued by saying, "My daughter told us that Nana Rebecca will be with us on this trip, and I didn't believe it until now. It was the most unbelievable coincidence we have ever experienced, and has totally convinced me." That there's more to this world than we think, as my brother later said, the universe winked at us that day. I shared this a few years ago when this question was asked last time, and didn't really realize how glitchy in the matrix it was until people started commenting. In college, I took a hard news, soft news journalism class, where one of the assignments was to write an obituary for one of my grandparents. The professor told us to write it on a deceased grandparent, but if all of your grandparents were still alive, we had to choose one. In my case, all of my grandparents were alive. I procrastinated actually doing the assignment until the night before it was due, 
because it seemed like a morbid assignment, especially once all my grandparents were still alive. Scramming for an easy grandparent to write about, I gave my mom a call and asked her for some basic biological information about my maternal grandfather. As we were talking about my grandpa's career, my mom couldn't recall the name of one of the companies he worked at. She lectured me about waiting until the last minute to write the assignment because it was late, 10.30 p.m. my grandpa's time. However, she said she would give him a call to see if he was still awake and be able to answer that question once my assignment was due the following morning. When my mom called my grandpa, my grandma answered the phone in a panic. My grandma frantically explained that the paramedics had just arrived and were performing CPR on my grandpa because he had stopped breathing and lost consciousness. My mom was able to stay on the phone with my grandma until I took my grandpa to the hospital where he was declared dead. In the time my mom and I had been talking on the phone about my grandpa's obituary, he was dying. His death was entirely unexpected at that. Although he was in his 80s, he was the healthiest of my grandparents at the time. We ended up using the obituary I wrote for that writing assignment as his actual obituary. Still freaks me out when I think about the timing. About two years ago, I went to collect my husband from the ferry after work. My husband got into the car and as I was driving very slowly out of the car park, we both noticed two people standing a few meters in front of our car. It looked as though they were strangers, older looking professionals, both walking to their separate cars in different areas of the car park. The man was reaching into his side bag and the lady was further ahead than the man with her head turned to the right. I know the exact positions they were in because they were completely frozen on the spot. My husband and I sat there watching the frozen strangers, not saying anything to each other. And then all of a sudden, it was like someone pressed play and the two strangers just continued on like nothing had happened. My husband and I promised to each other that we would never forget how weird the experience was. I can't remember exactly how long they stayed frozen like that, but it was long enough to freak us both out. Every night I go to bed about two hours before my husband. I always wake up when he comes into the room. One night he was gaming with a friend and it was hours later I heard him sneak into the room and crawl across the floor so he could pop up and scare me. I felt the floor kind of shake and felt him bump clumsily against the side of the bed in the dark. I held out my hand and asked him not to scare me. I was already scared enough and begged him to just take my hand and come to bed. I couldn't see anything in the room, but knew he was there and just waited for him to jump up so I could move on and go back to sleep. That's when I heard him talking to his friend in the other room. I was frozen. I know there's sleep paralysis or lucid dreaming or something that explains this, but I would have sworn on my son's life that someone had crawled across the floor and jostled the bed. Eventually, I worked out the fear enough to grab my phone and text my husband to come in and turn on the lights and check under the bed. But holy shit, it boggles me how real it felt. It was 1985. My ex-wife and I were sleeping. There was a small sliver of light coming in through the window from a streetlight. 
to the room and bed were dimly visible. Our black Pomeranian was at the end of the bed, asleep. I dreamt that I woke up, reached down to pet him, and he turned into a glossy black oyster thing, which opened up to reveal rows of gleaming glass teeth. I woke up to my ex backpedaling up the bed over the pillows towards the wall. I asked, what's wrong? She said, what is that shiny black clam thing with the teeth at the end of the bed? And where's the dog? We had had the same nightmare at the same time. This still gives me a chill. I have a jade Buddhist necklace I bought in China about 10 years ago. It disappears for months at a time, only to reappear somewhere obvious, like my desk, my dresser, and a drawer I use every day. I just say it goes on a trip and we'll be back eventually. The entire world have slowed down for me a couple of times in my life. My best guess, it's some kind of adrenaline spike causing my brain to go into overdrive. Two things. Each was witnessed by at least one other person, and both were while driving. Once at a stop sign in a neighborhood, all of these little sparkles started swirling around in midair, roughly three to four feet off the ground, out of nowhere. The group of them were roughly two feet wide by three to four foot tall. It lasted about three to five seconds, and then they were gone. No one was around, and when I asked my passenger if he saw it too, he breathed a sigh of relief and said yes. We spoke about it a little more, but there is no reasonable explanation. The second happened when myself and three friends were driving down an empty country road. Very straight stretch. A man on a bike appeared. Someone said to watch out for him, so not to hit him, and then he just disappeared. Our minds were blown to say the least. Just poof, and he's gone. I once clocked out of work at like 6 p.m., like I always did at that time, and began my hour-long train ride home. After I had found a seat, I went to sleep and woke up just before my station. From the station, it's a short bus journey, about 10 to 15 minutes, to reach home. During the entire journey, I didn't use my phone, and I don't wear a watch, so I didn't really notice the time anywhere. When I reached home, my family surprised me with, You're home early. Everything alright? I look at the wall clock, and it's about to be 6pm. I was too shocked to understand what happened. I checked other watches, cell phones, and the time is absolutely right. A few days later, the admin emailed us the timesheets for the month, times of clocking in and out, and every single day for me was around the same time, 6 p.m. So it certainly wasn't me having left work early. To this date, I haven't figured out how I gained between 60 to 90 minutes that day. After my little brother was murdered, the next morning I was talking with a friend and he mentioned this other dude I went to high school with had a younger brother, died in a car accident a couple weeks before. Later that day, I pulled out a slip of paper with this other dude's number and name on it from my pants. I vaguely remember running into him a year or so before this at a club where he gave me his number. I swear I had worn and washed those jeans at least a dozen times since I had run into this dude. It still makes no sense 
how that paper was there, and I only found it just then. I called the dude, and we talked a bunch. It really helped me a deal with the situation. And that's going to wrap up today's post. These stories are so fascinating to me. I loved reading them. Do you have any stories or creepy glitches in the matrix you'd like to share with us? We would love to hear them in the comments below. If you liked the video, please leave a like or a comment. It always helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to hear more and see more posts from r slash askreddit and other subreddits when they come out on the channel, please subscribe. As always, thank you so much for watching and for listening. Enjoying the podcast? An easy and effective way to support us is to simply subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find us at youtube.com slash redditreaders or click the link in the description box below. It would mean so much to us. As always, thank you for listening.